Hello everybody, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to the Explorations Podcast. Today's class is Tanya Tuesday. You might be wondering why it's Wednesday, but don't worry, it's still Tanya Tuesday. We will be covering, summarizing, chapter 37, Perik Lamed Zion of the Sefer Shel Benunim. Chapter 37 is rather long. I invite everyone to take a look and to read it because it's quite interesting and has several great lines, great tidbits uh, of insight into our purpose in this world, and it is worth reading the whole thing. However, as part of this podcast, I will not be reading the whole thing. Maybe at some point, if people are interested, I'll just go ahead and read it, translate it line by line. But as the commitment of this particular podcast is to summarize ideas into a matter of minutes, I will not be doing that. Paraklam Zion chapter 37 continues a theme that has been going on for some three or four chapters already, which is that a Jew can find simcha, can find joy in his life, by realizing how much God wants this world to work. Meaning, not just the spiritual world, but in fact, and in the main, primarily, God wants us to act in this world. And in that sense, this is a fulfillment of the theme that the Balatanya, the author, gave us on the cover page, which is that we need to understand that the verse in the Torah, the last word in that verse that is in the cover page, which has its own class here on the podcast devoted to it, is that the Torah is accessible to everyone in the world of action. La'asoso means to do it in real life, with real physical behaviors. So that idea is primarily expressed here in this chapter, Laman Zion 37. Basically, and here's the summary, the Balatanya writes that the purpose fulfilled by ma'asim, meaning by action, by physically doing things, the physical mitzvahs of this world, that purpose is not to elevate the godly soul, the godly soul which was described in some beautiful detail in chapter 2, which is a part of God above, because you see, and it's somewhat obvious, the godly soul, meaning that which is part of God above, needs no elevation. It was doing just fine before coming down into this world. The purpose of the godly soul is to elevate what is called the klipas noga, meaning the physical material of this world where it would be possible for a person to imagine that there is no God. So that klipas noga, which means a clear shell, resides in all permitted items of this world, meaning the world in which we live in, here planet Earth, and even items beyond planet Earth, is made up of material which does not involve any avera, is not sinful at all, and yet these materials are taken by us, and this is how we perform mitzvos. This is how we actualize the commandments. We do mitzvos with the items of this physical world. Before we did mitzvos with them, they were just stuff, and as stuff, it was possible to ignore the reality of God. When we do a mitzvah, we transform those items, which are made of that clear shell, using that metaphor, and we make it a Merkaval Hashem. We transform the items of this world and we make them into a chariot, meaning a vehicle for godliness. This is true of all physical mitzvos. The obviously physical mitzvos, for example, 
lighting Shabbos candles. A man puts on tefillin, puts on a talis. But it also involves the physical act of giving tzedakah. Tzedakah, generally incorrectly translated as charity, is the giving of money, of funds, to people who are in need. And the giving of tzedakah is the ultimate expression of this idea of transforming the world. Why is that? Because when you give tzedakah, as opposed to just doing another mitzvah that involves some kind of action, when you are giving tzedakah, you draw, you pull with it everything that was done to produce the value that is in that tzedakah. So that, for example, let's say you give someone $20 uh, to help him pay for pay his bills. What is that $20? The $20 is all of the actions that went into that $20. Whether it was your work or whether it was someone else's work and you merely inherited it. Whatever it is, but that was activity here in this world. It was bricklaying. It was plumbing. It was fill it, fixing the electrical work. Whatever it was, it was putting together a, uh, a cabinet. You're doing real physical work and taking it and transforming it so that it becomes godly by it being given, its value being given to tzedakah. That is the power that tzedakah has, which, the Baltanya continues, is not meant and should not be construed as a lowering of the value of Talmud Torah or tefillah. You see, when a person learns Torah or a person says words of prayer, davening, as we call it in, uh, in, in Jewish talk, this also involves action. Because when you are learning Torah, or when you are praying, when you are davening, you are also using physical parts of this world. Because are you talking? Are you thinking? So your brain is working. Your mouth is working. Air is being expelled from your body. So your physical reality is also being used. Because as Halacha states, merely thinking cannot accomplish what a mitzvah a physical mitzvah can accomplish. But when you are learning Torah and moving your mouth as you do so, and your air and your lungs are breathing air as you do so to expel words, and your vocal cords are moving, that also is a physical action. And we should understand those acts, even though we tend to think of them as physical, as a spiritual acts of talking or thinking, also involve the physical body as well. I invite all of you once again to read the words inside the text for further uh, inspiration. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful day.